0: You're listening to the Ringside Podcast The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling, news, interviews and opinions Oops, I'm breaking the fourth
1: wall With Daniel Spencer The most electrifying man in sports entertainment Jeremy Wallman I'm the best in the world at what I do
0: and Justin Kruger. Your arms are just too short to box with God. And now, let's ring the bell and start the show.
1: No, they don't want none. No, they don't want none. They looking scared, no, they don't really want none. We some southern boys with no proper strength. Ain't hey, no. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel. I'm Jeremy Woman. And I'm
0: JK. Je- he changed his name already? Every in week. One episode.
2: La- last week he was Krugermania. My, my, my
0: gimmick is I'm going to change gimmicks every single week. He's going to okay. make gimmicks great again.
2: Uh, he's going to make gimmicks great again that's great I'm, I'm down for that little a little attitude little personality out of the little man I love it
0: I'm going to build characters and I'm going to make Lance Storm pay for each and every single one of them
2: <laughs> well you know so our, our first
1: episode was a success uh, I think it was more success because Ricky Chevy wasn't here
2: absolutely and he's also not here again Thank I told you last week I th- I, I thanked God and that's the first I think on a podcast uh, the genuine for giving somebody um, a form of sickness and uh, I stand by that one hundred percent I I got all kinds of hate uh, tweets this week because of it and they all came from him I don't care
1: <laughs> I with, with, got go back to that though wouldn't wouldn't you think the the sickness would come from the devil so she'd be thinking the devil not God
2: no because God's always good to me
0: so okay. I'm. Uh, <laughs>
1: All right, good point. Good yeah. point. All right. Well, um speaking of good versus evil, how about the uh, this so uh, card building up the WrestleMania we got going on right now?
2: It's such, for me it's it's so cloudy at this and I'm certain that it will become clear within the next few days. Uh but as of right now, what do we know? We know that uh, Goldberg and Brock Lesnar are wrestling in some capacity. We know the Undertaker will be on the card. We know that Triple H and the injured Seth Rollins are limping to the finish line to still come on. Well,
1: we're going to talk about Seth Rollins in our,
2: in our news report. So. Okay, all right. Then I I'll, I'll keep that. And then we know that Shaq versus Big Show is not happening. And that's about yeah, it. We
1: talked about that in the last episode. Yeah. So no. So, so um, no, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's uh, it, it's it's an interesting build up. And and looking at WrestleMania 33, you know, a few months ago. There were things I wasn't really excited about. I wasn't even excited about the possibility of Goldberg coming back and fighting Brock Lesnar. But the way the WWE was handling it has been so well. Now, I don't care about them putting the title on, on it. I don't think that they need to do that. I think the title should stay with Kevin Owens and Jericho. But they're still going for a title, a U.S. title. I get it. So Kevin Owens and – or Ke- well, I'm sorry. So Goldberg and Brock Lesnar going for the title. But then but what I don't get, though, is you – it looks like Goldberg's gonna or Goldberg's gonna lose it at WrestleMania to Brock Lesnar. It's gonna be the he he got him back or whatever. But but Balor is coming back. So wh- he needs to go right after his title, and it makes more sense for him to go straight after Kevin Owens and not to go after Brock Lesnar.
2: It does, and I'm I'm not I wasn't as excited as you are to see the the glory days of WrestleMania's past be relived. Uh I agree that they've done to the best of their ability, but I think I'd be more outraged if they were wrestling for an actual World Heavyweight Championship or a WWE Championship until the WWE decides to make the move and wipe out the universal Yes, I'm making the suggestion that they wipe out the Universal title. They call it the WWE Raw Heavyweight Championship, the WWE SmackDown Heavyweight Championship, just like they've done with all their other titles, so you mean,
1: so you mean just call it Raw Championship and SmackDown? Well, Championship.
2: like they do the tag team titles and the uh, the women's titles, right? So Raw's title would be the one that's on SmackDown now, and then SmackDowns would be the same title but with the blue check mark instead of the red in the middle. For example, you know what I'm talking about? How the 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 sw- the red swoosh would be for Raw, the blue swoosh would be for SmackDown. Like they branded all their other titles, the, the just the name Universal. Uh, it sounds like a it sounds well, like it a secondary it's, title. It's,
0: it's obviously a play on words with how they call the audience the well, WWE universe. Right, but
2: it feels but, like a, a glorified intercontinental title. It right, does not feel like the heavyweight but championship. Also,
1: but it also does it's the part of the storyline between the McMahon's, the the kids, Shane and Stephanie. Stephanie has the title that ha, you got the world title, I got the universal title. So what what is so what does uh What does Shane do? Huh, we are just the WWE champion. We're dropping the world because we're the main champion over it all. You want to add a name to it, we're just – he's just a WWE champion. So it – it, it's it's a it's a battle with that which i v- eventually one day will play out in some kind of a match between Shane and triple h probably
2: but I hope so but th- it just does the title has no legitimacy to me Look, so that's I'm, why I'm not when it first
1: started I'm so, sorry to cut you off to jK today i didn't i didn't uh I, I don't like the idea of having two titles i th- I' <coughs> think they should just have one and let the champion go back
0: and forth but it makes sense now them having it and I'm okay with it the way they have it. See, the idea that I had with the brand split when it first happened was okay, you know, some mid card belts are going to be exclusive to the brand, like, you know, the Intercontinental is to SmackDown or the U.S. is to Raw. But for the women's title and for the WWE World title, I thought it was just going to, you know, go back and forth between the different brands because it's like the overarching company title. And for, I want to say this for the women's division exclusively on a little tangent. It's kind of weird with the Raw and SmackDown women's titles because the women's division obviously isn't as built up as the main events of like SmackDown and Raw. Like Raw right now is basically dominated by like Bailey, Charlotte, Sasha Banks, Nia Jax, and then right now it seems like SmackDown's only focus with the women's division is Alexa, Becky, and then uh, Mickey James who just came back. But SmackDown only has three other women on their roster: uh, Carmella, Nikki Bella, and Naomi, Natalia. Natalia.
2: Naomi's there as well. Na- Naomi,
0: so seven, right? And I-, I feel like if you're if you're gonna have a belt for such a thin roster, I I don't know if that's necessarily building up. The belt that it yeah. needs to have the reputation it has on the brand. Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, I I think that the
1: two. My opinion, the brand split. I thought they were going to do this. You have two titles,
0: um,
1: two your two um your women's title and your and your world heavyweight champion will go back and forth. They can go. They may be exclusively to one for a certain segment, but then they'll go to someone else or whatever on those. And and it'll change on those uh, inner 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 big. um pay-per-views, you know, your right. Summer Slams, your WrestleManias, your Royal Romas, all that. And then you would have your U.S. title would be exclusive to Raw. Your IC would be exclusive to SmackDown. And those are your secondary titles, but those are the, the main people on that show that's going to run it. They're the champion of that show. And then later, they, they can be the ones getting whoever loses it or whatever gets integrated into the title mix. And then, of course, you have you can have two separate tag team champions. I'm okay with that. But it's just, that's what I saw with the, the way I, I predicted it was going to be in the way I thought it I would have planned it that way. I, if I was booking, that's what I would have done.
0: Uh, another point with, you know, the WWE title and the women's title going back and forth between two brands is that it would elevate the storyline going on between Stephanie and Shane, where each of the siblings would, you know, be as competitive as they could to try and get the belt on their brand and thus go to their father, who is the overarching chairman, and be like, ha, my brand's better because I have the world title, a mid-car title, and I've also got my own tag team champions. Raw Raw really is the B brand, say, if Shane had such titles in his lineup. That's kind of why I wanted the... uh, world title and then the women's title to be you know between both brands respectively
2: the only the only problem with that for me and i know we've went we were talking wrestlemania card and we went we, we're Whoa, good we're for good, going we're off, we're off getting, on other we're, tangents we're,
1: we're getting there though I, this is leading into it because i got i got something's gonna bring us back go ahead
2: okay cool uh don't interrupt me again um the only thing that that the only problem with that is that then you've got with with sixteen pay per views a year, you're going to have eight of them that don't feature a heavyweight championship match, and they're not. That's the reason why they're not exclusive to one brand, or they don't float between. I'm sorry, the opposite of that. They don't float from brand to brand because then let's just say SmackDown had a heavyweight championship. There's no universal title. Then, what's main eventing fast? Uh, what main evented what would have main evented fast lane the other night?
1: Right, but, but remember when the brand split first happened? And this is what this is going to be our first WrestleMania with the new brand split. So, I'm it, you, you seem like you have every title on the line, but remember when it first happened? And then Mick Foley was the actually, I think, the commissioner or whatever it was. And his first thing he did was everyone has a he made a joke about it, everyone having a title, everyone so let's unify everything. And they unified everything, it was great. He unified, you know, all the champions and all that stuff, and it was they had that. I think it was called Night of Champions. It was the first time yep. they had that uh, pay per view. I believe so. And uh, it unified everything, and it made perfect sense, and it brought everything together and all that stuff. So you have this brand split. You have this WrestleMania card. Now you almost have every every major titles on the line, and. Then you have other stories that are happening where there's no title on the line, but then you throw like 20 people in a battle royal for what? Just to have a trophy? You throw somebody else in a, you can have like a 10-person ladder match that you do every year. But to me, that should be the money in the bank. The money in the bank should be a WrestleMania. It shouldn't be a separate pay-per-view anyways.
2: Which also builds to my point of the legis- legitimacy of the universal title. It's not being defended, or there's not a money in the bank match going on for it. Why? Because it's SmackDown exclusive. Well, it will be though. It, no, they said that it SmackDown Money in the Bank is the SmackDown exclusive pay per view. They're not doing the Money in the Bank match. See, I haven't heard that yet. So you're it, 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 it was confirmed to me by Vince and uh, Paul <laughs> that uh, no, they're oh, oh your your best friend Paul, right, the guy you don't like? Yeah, well, no, I, I no I like Paul. That's my he's my favorite uh, wrestler. Pretty pretty much. I don't really have a favorite. I got a top oh, you just, five. Oh, you just think he? You just you just. I he, think he was smart. I told you, <laughs> he manipulated one of the most inte- yeah. intelligent you businessmen. Got a, lot, you got a lot of hate tweets on that one, didn't you? I, I did, and okay. uh, I would appreciate it if you would stop tweeting me negative things, Daniel. Uh, uh-huh. But I digress. But they're not even having a a money in the bank match for that universal title. So, but we're getting off topic again. Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: um, I. Uh yeah, I mean, it's – right, but they're going to do something, though. They're going to have some sort of a tournament. They're going to do something to make right. number one's contender.
2: Raw will get uh, King of the Ring back, probably. Yeah, That'll I probably be that. what happens. But I miss the – I love the more pay-per-views thing, but I remember when it took three months for a storyline to culminate at a pay-per-view.
1: Well, and that's when you had three – The big four. You when had, you had the big four, four. When you had four people sitting in a pool in, in Greenwich, Connecticut – Sitting at a pool and sitting around, the, you know, in in the summer, planning out the entire year up until WrestleMania, you got that. But now you don't have those four people. Well, you, those four people are somehow involved, but you
2: have twenty other people writing something that changes every day on the fly. Well, plus there's there's fourteen more pay per views than there was when I was growing up watching and loving wrestling. You had King of the Ring, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam. I'm sorry, five, the Big Five: King of the Ring, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam. Survivor Series and WrestleMania. Here are
1: all the paper Gs right here. I have them listed. We Sweet. got we start with the Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, which was a SmackDown only, Fastlane, which is Raw, WrestleMania, integrated, um Extreme Rules. Is that a I guess a SmackDown cuz since Raw was the last one? Right. Payback is would be Raw, then Money in the Bank would be SmackDown. Battleground hmm. would be Raw, SummerSlam, integrated, Clash of Champions, I guess that's uh that's Raw. Yeah. Backlash, is SmackDown. Yep. No Mercy. Now, no Mercy has a picture of a briefcase, though. Right here on their picture. It's, well, a, it's a logo of a picture of a briefcase. I haven't seen that. I mean, That's this, breaking news. Th- right here. Uh, maybe I should have this for the Ringside, Ringsider
2: News report. But is that a briefcase or is it a television? It looks like a briefcase. To it me. looks like a television with an antenna on the top to me. But I'm not sitting as close as you are to it. I mean, there's a
0: no, It looks like a wider hanging off, or a briefcase hanging off a hook.
1: Yeah, that's what it looks like to me too. Okay, so maybe that's going to be Raw's
0: version of it, but
1: it comes at the
2: end of the year. But maybe that's going to be their version of it. I mean, I that, that money in the, i don't mean to cut you off. The money in the bank match needs to return to WrestleMania. You could put four Raw guys, four SmackDown guys. Really, we it.
0: should put a moratorium on pay-per-views themed around an exclusive match like the Elimination Chamber, Money in the Bank, uh, TLC, Hell in a Cell. Because the matches, I think they lose their novelty if you say, hey, let's put this match like once a year or so at this specific time. no. These these are like feud-ending matches, and for the, the three, four-month programs that wrestlers have, those would be good to have because then you could throw them out and say, hey, this month, this will be probably the only Hell in a Cell match, but... You get it in June or, say, you can probably get it in November after that, something like that. You know, another thing, though, too, is is the way it was in the beginning of the brand split the first time, and I think
1: they did it right, it's, it's the Royal Rumble, because they didn't do that this year. The Royal Rumble winner could choose any title he wants to go for. Right. So he could have went for the universal title.
2: He could have went for the smike. That would have made things more interesting. And Maybe they'll add that next year. Or No, he- because the universal, they don't care. I'm telling you. You heard it here probably third or fourth, but I'm going to take credit as if you heard it here first. The Universal title is just a glorified – it's its Rawls' version of the Intercontinental title. Yeah,
1: but you want to buy it. You've been waiting for it to go down in
2: price. Because it looks it. awesome, and I'm going to have yeah, it in my home.
1: It's red and black.
2: But it doesn't mean that I respect it. It'll be in my home, but it doesn't mean I will respect. But you don't
1: respect Kevin Owens is the longest reigning Universal Champion.
2: Kevin Owens I respect the he- I just respect But he's the, the longest I- reigning Universal Champion. And other than the one day that Finn Balor held it, he's the only Universal Champion.
1: No, he's not. There's somebody else that has it right now.
2: Other than- I'm- you- well, we <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. But you know, I mean before before this week, right. um he was the only other one, so I mean, I love the look of it, but that just goes—I mean, that's that just goes to show you—that's two glaring points that reinforce what I said: that they don't—they don't think of it as a competing title, uh, in my opinion. I mean, they don't have well, money in the bank for it, and the, um, but technically, has has Kevin Owens ever? Well,
1: on um, TV, maybe in house shows are different, but has Kevin Owens ever actually won it straight up without he's he's been he was given it to him? And then every match, think about it, he's always had help to win,
2: right? So I, can't, re- I can't remember. I think there was one time that he won it clean Jericho. They teased Jericho. Oh, when Jericho was in the ca- shark cage, right? He wanted clean that, that night, didn't he?
1: No, I don't think so. Didn't he have brass knuckles or something?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, Jericho threw the brass
1: knuckles now. Something All right, happened. proceed. Yeah, well, yeah. anyway, so. Jeez. It's just the WrestleMania card we're leaning up to and the way they do it now It's it's it was done it was done better years ago when they built up Rock and Austin when they built up you know Sean and Brett or you know even Sean and Austin I mean that was the build up was just so much better you kind of saw it happen you knew it was right after Survivor Series you knew exactly what the WrestleMania program was going to be but you still had to have them win the World Rumble and there always was that other hump and it it would happen to be um, I don't know what lack of a better term. um, I was going to use a uh, – well, okay. It would be kind of an orgasmic moment for – this is PG-13, I can say that.
2: Well, uh, Justin's in the room, so <laughs> you, little ears are around. Who, you mean JK? JK. JK. Yeah, JK. Kruger Mania.
1: <laughs> um, so it's, it's – you know you have that moment. You're like, yes, they won the Royal – and they go on to WrestleMania. But we haven't really got that anymore. I mean, the Royal Rumble's the last few years has been terrible. This one was – only reason why this one was good because –
2: Roman Reigns didn't win when you thought he was going to, and he and he was almost not even in it, which I would have rather him not been in it since he competed uh, for a championship earlier in the night, and had it not been for Finn Balor uh, not being cleared at the last minute, he wouldn't have been in it. But uh, no, I'm with you. I the Royal Rumble was so blah this year, and I'm hoping for a better one next year.
1: Well, I, I'm I'm um. I'll, don't get me wrong, WrestleMania is going to be an awesome show, and I guarantee they're going to, they're going to surprise us in some stuff and do some things. And, hope, and you sure, I'm sure The Rock will do his do something, and I don't know if Austin will do anything or not. I mean, he should, but I'm sure The Rock will be a part of it too. And I, I really think he'll, he needs to be in a match because it's been a long time, but he probably won't. I mean, he pretty much just did a rock bottom, one, two, three, and kind of buried the Wyatts. Um, um uh, that last
0: time but well, hey, for, and, and that'll segue into my rant for the show but i don't want to get into it now because i feel like i'll go on for 10 minutes about it
1: okay uh, well will do a pipe bomb later for you your pipe bombs later yeah, we'll yeah. Slow, down. Slow, slow down slow, slow down
2: slow down and then the year before wasn't that when uh hogan and austin and rock were all in the ring and hogan called the silver dome superdome the silver that dome was 30, so that was right so too. that was a couple yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, that was. But they always find a way to get the legends in there. There's a rumor, which, well, this is not this is not news because it's not broken yet, breaking yet. So there's there's a rumor though that Hogan is going to be at WrestleMania. It is in Orlando, and he lives in Tampa, and it'll be enough time for them to kind of heal the wounds of why he's not on why he was fired before.
2: Yeah, we won't get into that because I think it was ridiculous that he got he got. Barred for for such a, uh, well, I do
1: too for such something that happened years ago and. For, yeah, and just, I
2: mean it's not something that he said like at the moment, or it wasn't even uh, from what we've heard since. Like, there's been people that have come to his defense that said, you know, Hogan's not a racist. He he said something, uh, and he didn't know well, like he didn't know he was being recorded. Thing, but it doesn't matter
1: about that. It, it, but he was saying it to about one person. Sometimes when you when you have a when you hate somebody so much or somebody's done something, you will say the most degrading things to that person because you're you're you, you, you can't stand that person. It doesn't mean you feel that way about everyone else like them. You just you want that person to feel as small as possible, and that's what he did. That's all it was. Yeah, I that's treat, the way I took it.
2: I so. treat Jeff Nunn from the Nest that way every week, so I, I understand. Speaking of the speaking of the
1: the Nest, it's a nice podcast. You gotta,
2: Plug, plug that, because it's your other podcast you're on. Yeah, um, the nest that comes on, uh, you can catch it on cardinalsportszone.com every week. Uh, this week, if you've already listened to it, depending on when this one drops, uh, we'll have Jeff Greer on from the Courier-Journal, and uh, that boy's good Twitter f- superstar. Uh, he's going to be a... He's not the c- Twitter phenomenon that you are. No, he's, he's nothing like me. Uh, phenom, but, sorry. Phenom, yeah, get it right. Slap nuts. Um... But uh, he'll be live uh, from Russ Smith's dad's barbershop, and he's all gonna right. be breaking down some stuff with us. Uh, it'll be me, LJ, the Fiasco, uh, Matt McGavick, and our our guy here, you know Justin Kruger. So we'll all be yeah. on there. And, uh, Paige, oh, Paige Sherrard, the the first lady of Cardinal Sports Zone. So it's a good time. The
0: CSE women's champion of the world. It, yes, we're based out of Louisville, so
1: we're we're all three Louisville Cardinal fans. So that's kind of where. That Cardinal Sports Zone is about. It's not those of you listening to Arizona. It's not about Arizona Cardinals. Sorry, it's it's about or the St. Louis. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, it's about the Louisville
2: Cardinals. No, It's actually zone. about a winning franchise. Yeah.
0: Uh.
1: <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> well, he always got to throw it in there. Dude. I Hill, do. Hill, Jeremy.
2: All right. I will. I will zing you every opportunity you Going get. Going for me. that cheap heat, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, um
1: yeah, so I mean it, it's it's interesting, but you know what? Let's just go ahead. I think we got some news to go. Let's go with our um let's go with our news report right here.
0: Now it's time for the ringside news report. All right. So to start our segment with the news, we're going to ring of honor our favorite little independent promotion where the Hardys won the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. What? Yeah, the, the Hardys are now in Ring of Honor. They're taking a slight step up from TNA. They've won the tag team titles. And th- there's the rumors that they've been offered to go to WWE at a certain time, but they're turning it down because they believe that the money is good in Ring of Honor. They like taking the indie bookings and I think most importantly for them, they have creative control over the Broken Matt Hardy and Brother Nero uh, group that they've kind of evolved into the last year or so. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, um,
1: I mean, it kind of makes more sense. I mean... Of course, if they go to WWE, it's going to be the Hardys. Period. You know, what I mean, they're going to be the Hardy Boys and the whole thing. They were kind of like when the Deadlies came back. You, you thought you were going to see, you know, Bully Ray, Bully Ray, or Bubba Ray. And mm-hmm. it would be great to split them up. He'd be a great heel. But they're the Deadlies there, and that's kind of the hard So, so that if they're not going to be Broken Man Hardy and Brother Nero, what they're doing, you gotta, you gotta not let them go there. They can retire there, I guess, go back there and finish a career, have like a, a one match type of thing, and then go to the Hall of Fame, but.
0: I, f- I think yeah. what's important with Matt and Jeff taking on the uh, brother Nero and broken storyline is Matt and Jeff have pretty much done this thing on their own in terms of booking the storylines yeah. and getting mm-hmm. certain things down. Like uh, what was the Matt and Jeff the, the final deletion? Where final they, deletion was
2: phenomenal. The, Apocalypto it, was an aberration. And.
0: and the, the, it, it was pretty much like two opposite things where, you know, everyone was touting final deletion and we were kind of laughing it off initially as just some goofy, corny thing that TNA did. You know, usual stuff for them, I know. But right, And then we w- see it and then it, it turns out that Matt and Jeff kind of helped the business evolve and f- provide a, a fresh, mature take on, you know, Character development in the business, which mm-hmm. you know, some companies and some even some of the best wrestlers to this day still kind of lack. Right. Well, you've seen you see it, it. Definitely was
2: game changing because the next week on Raw, it was the New Day versus the Wyatts in a field full of cars battling. And so they they seemed that it, it had a, a, a fresh look to it, and they did something similar to it, and you could tell that the final deletion was all the Hardys, and it, it's been said that. The Apocalypto was a joint thing uh, between the Hardys and TNA, and you could tell because I, I did not enjoy Apocalypto. I thought it was hokey. I thought it was – you had a heavyweight title match pour over into the tag team Apocalypto uh, setting that never – as far as you've seen on TV, it never ended. So I, I just – those guys need a fresh start in Ring of Honor. They needed to get it out of that sinking ship, and I'm glad that they, that they landed there. And I think they, they'll they'll
1: bring a lot of eyes to Ring of Honor because Ring of Honor is locally here in Louisville, and it's in a lot of areas, too, that come on uh, Fridays or Saturday nights and stuff. So, I think uh, – Yeah,
2: it comes uh, on WBNA. In Louisville, yeah. yeah. Um Yeah.
1: Um, but I think it's, um, it's definitely going to help, um, you know uh, – their boost their morale, make them you know because every one time I think Ring of Honor moved up to be number two, and then they kind of drop back down with the whole Broken Matt Hardy. Now I think they'll just rise back up to it, you know.
2: Well, they dropped down because some of their guys, Mike Bennett, went to to TNA. Some of their guys went to he might be uh, coming back, right? Absolutely, and then uh, some of their people went to WWE. So that that's what ha- I mean. What well, not only Mike Bennett, the Wolves, they yeah. they went there. Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting a whole bunch of other people uh, because Ring of Honor did go off the air here locally for a while, and since it's come back on, I've started watching it again. But uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a great. It's in my book. It's the number two company in the world right now behind WWE, and uh, I enjoy watching it.
1: Yeah, and they also I think got another big signing, didn't they? And, uh,
2: who else? Is, who is, that who else did story? Ring of Honor
1: sign?
0: Justin. Uh, I think they got Mike Bennett and Maria back again. No, 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 but, uh, no. no. There's
1: possibility. I thought, I thought they got didn't they get Bully Ray or Bubba
0: Ray Dudley? Uh, I don't know if I've heard anything. Oh about wait a minute, that Dudley's. was you that had that, that, that That's read
1: what that. I heard. I heard uh, they he was he showed up at the at the taping, the same taping that the Hardy's won the title. Oh okay. And he announced, you know, he's here to take over or whatever. Oh, so. man,
0: if the Dudleys did come back to Ring of Honor. No, that's, not the Dudleys. No, just it's just him. Bubba. Just it's Bubba. just Bully Ray. Yeah, I just mean, Bully in Ray. any capacity. I mean, if Bully that's Ray true. comes back, that's good for the main event scene. If yeah. Brother Devon comes back, then, you know, that's another great tag team to add to the roster with the Hardys, the Bucks, Bad Influence, Bullet Club. You know, yeah. that's, a, that's a very underrated but very talented tag team roster. Could be the number got.
2: one tag team division in the world at that point. Uh, Possibly, because WWE's got a whole bunch of, in my opinion, they have. Well, I mean, not in my opinion, it's fact they've got Cesar They've got a whole bunch of makeshift tag teams. Uh, I won't go into detail. I don't want to name them all, but the only true tag teams that they have are the Usos uh, in the club. Really, I mean, you could probably uh, the American Alpha just come up, but uh, it's, Slater and Rhino, Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, what about Enzo and Big Enzo Cass? and Cass? I mean, but. They, they were they've not always been a tag team. I mean, Enzo was a singles wrestler. and Yeah, so but Enzo
1: and Cass is kind of like I mean Road dog and yeah, you, know, yeah. you know Billy Gunn. It's like they were never tag teams, and then they came together and it was kind of worked. And they were the they had the comedy, but at the same time, I think Enzo and Cass can can be serious
2: too. And right, to right. There. But you get my point. I mean, right. that, that could make Ring of Honor at that point the number one tag team division in the world. So uh, possibly. so so, 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 big, so big signings for Ring of Honor. What about Justin? What are we hearing about Kurt Angle?
0: So, as we know, Kurt Angle is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame next mm-hmm. month during WrestleMania week. And well-deserved for Kurt Angle. Absolutely. One of the best of all time. But from what I'm reading is that there's a plan in place for where Mick Foley will step down as the on-screen GM of... Is a GM or a commissioner? No, he's, he's the, GM. He's the yeah, GM. He's, yeah, the, the, pa- the power structure is so convoluted in WWE. He's kind of uh, been. He's like the assistant man. manager, but Stephanie is like the actual story manager. Yeah, he's he's having. Uh,
1: he's he's going through. Uh, they've been kind of teasing some. You know, the interaction not getting along and. You know, and he's kind of not doing his job well. Plus, I mean, there, I mean he's going to be out for three months. He's going to have hip, major hip surgery that has been due, overdue for him. So, I mean, in the in the real world, that's a good thing. But, you know, just TV thing, I guess it'll it'll link to some kind of story. But I heard, yeah, I heard Kurt Angle. But I heard he's scheduled to be at both Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania. And so that's kind of cool. So I'm kind of really... I mean, Daniel Bryan's ready to be a father, so maybe, I mean... Maybe he's the overall uh, general manager for both shows for a while. Maybe so, but that'd be awesome because two weeks later, they'll be in Louisville, and it'd be awesome to see Kurt Angle again and just chant, you suck when he comes out. That'd be great.
0: Or it could could entertain the idea that Kurt Angle, after his Hall of Fame induction, wants one last go-around in the ring in WWE, which... Yeah, and they're trying to sign him as a free agent. I I know that... But from what I'm reading, they've been reluctant to let Kurt Angle go in the ring because he's had a bevy of injuries, especially with his neck and the yeah. torn ACL a couple years ago. I think it comes down ago. to it comes down to he's got to pass the physical.
1: I mean, it's pretty much they're, they're physical. WWE's physical, not just any doctor's physical, but
0: yeah, they're physical. I, I know Kurt Angle has been in the biz for 20 years, but you got to think he spent his entire life as a kid, a teen, you know, as a young adult. He was an amateur wrestler and that right. that orgby takes more of a toll an on your Olympic body. Olympic amateur. Go yeah, re- broke his freaking neck.
1: He won the gold medal with a broken freaking neck.
0: And, and he was It's wa- true. and he's going to go down as one of the best amateur wrestlers at least with the heavyweights in the 20th yeah. century. Yeah, I mean, he I mean, what the toll that sport takes with like weight cutting and just the physical nature of amateur wrestling by itself. I mean, It's it's as if Angle really is like a 30, 40-year-old vet like Ric Flair or a Dusty Rhodes were not, you know, 20 years old where people still had the belief that he could still go in the ring like full-time in WWE.
1: And I think he's one of the uh, um, few people in the world that actually can beat Brock Lesnar in a real fight.
0: Well, I I think... uh, (laughs) yeah, it, it happened. Isn't, isn't there a story where uh, Brock and Kurt wrestled in the little fight from hell? No, no, that, no, was, that, no that was events. No, right? no, that was
1: that was uh, that wasn't that wasn't them two. Uh, Kurt Henning was involved in that one.
0: Well, there, there's a lot of different things with yeah. the, the fight from they hell. In, I right, think I right, think what Daniel's
2: uh, alluding to is actual. Backstage incident where they got hot at each other and, and
1: they, went to the, they went to the ring and said let's let's have it and Kurt Angle got him
2: and got him.
0: Yeah. Oh man, could you have imagined you know a Lesnar Kurt Angle like actual wrestling match? Well, we tell WrestleMania twenty. Don't, don't mean like an amateur match.
1: Oh yeah, because oh, because yeah. I, I
0: don't think that ever happened in the no. Lesnar Angle feud.
1: No, it didn't. It should have, and it didn't. And and that would be awesome to come back and. <laughs>
0: But here's yeah. the thing, it's a cool idea and concept, but there's a reason why the MMA match in TNA flopped with, I think it was uh, AJ Styles and Frank Trigg. Yeah. And then the uh, Lions Den... Well, the first De- thing
2: was it happened in TNA.
0: And there's also the Lions Den match between uh, Ken Shamrock and the late Owen Hart, which that didn't uh, pan out well either, necessarily. Right. So it's cool to experiment with cool ideas like that, but... You know sometimes ideas just fall flat, you know. So Justin, what uh
2: real quick, not to steal your thunder here Daniel, but uh what are have you heard anything about the timeline as far as Shane McMahon or not Shane McMahon, but uh uh Seth Rollins returning to the ring? Is he going to make it back for Mania? What have you
0: heard? He says he's going to make it to Mania and storyline, but the plan is if he's not medically clear to compete that the rumor is either Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, or Sami Zayn will get the nod to face Triple H at WrestleMania. Yeah, wow. there's plans
1: to A's and B. No matter what... Uh, no matter I what, understand. Rollins
0: will be there be in there. some capacity. Yeah, yeah he would be there in some capacity. Some some kind of form. I think the likely candidate's got to be Finn Balor, Finn Balor. in that scenario. Makes perfect sense. Because yeah. uh, Samoa Joe's a heel. That would be really stupid to turn him face so suddenly, especially when Joe has been... Hot as a heel in the company, and, lately. unless
1: they turn Triple H face, which could happen. So, but he'll get the he he'll, he'll get the WrestleMania cheer anyways because he's because he, he's Triple H and it's WrestleMania and he always does the big crazy entrances that and
0: he's the cool greatest
2: him. businessman in the history of the company.
0: I'm just not a fan of Triple H as a face. To be honest with you, I think it's, no, I'm not either. Oh, I, think okay, it's I car- thought you were going to say of him overall, and then I was going to have to
2: mute you for yeah, eternity.
0: Hell no, I love the game, but he's way better as a heel than he is a face. He is, absolutely. I, I would agree. Same with Stephanie. Stephanie is like
1: a really good, down-to-earth, cool person in real life, but she's so such a great heel. You can't have her be a babyface. When she's done, when she was a babyface before, it just didn't it, – and it's not the same dynamic.
2: The only time before. Triple H had a good babyface run was with, DX. When was with DX. Yeah, DX. The rest of it's been hot garbage. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's only been that. I mean, I can't think of anything else. I think he, – wasn't he faced against Shawn Michaels when they wrestled at SummerSlam? No. Did,
1: Shawn Michael's was the face.
2: Shawn he, Michael's hit him with a sledgehammer though. No, he
1: hit him with the sledgehammer. He turned on him. He turned on Don't he, correct me. He turned on Shawn Michael's. I I'm correcting you because you can go look it up on the WB network. Look at that plug for 9.99. 9.99. Yeah, they uh
2: that's, they- a, that's a great deal. I don't have to I don't have to call the cable company the next day and tell them it didn't come in and get my money back for it anymore. Right. Um True story. So
1: that's. I think that's pretty much all the news. There's probably a lot of things by the time this airs that's released out there. But as you know, we're not uh, we're recording to to post later. So uh, if we miss a couple things that just broke when you're reading this, going you didn't talk about this. Well, that's because we don't know about it yet, people. So uh, leave us alone on Twitter. Calm down. We'll uh, we'll get it next time though. I promise. Um, now, you know, we we discussed the WrestleMania card, and, and I was actually we're, – we're, we were watching Fastlane. I'm actually a little shocked that they went ahead and allowed Sasha Banks to beat Nia Jax so quickly. I didn't think Nia Jax was going to lose you. I think I'm going to protect her probably all the way past WrestleMania. Hey,
0: let me play uh, Bucky here. All right, there you go. Here, here's what I would have done. I would have had Nia Jax win at Fastlane, obviously, but then – you know, Charlotte wins at Fastlane, mm-hmm. and then Bailey pins Nia Jax. That way, Charlotte loses her pay-per-view streak, but she still looks strong. She doesn't take the fall yet. She can still say, I've never been pinned or submitted in a pay-per-view match. Well,
1: they always say it's one-on-one when the title's on line because they don't count, they don't count tag teams. Because she's lost in pay-per-view matches and tag teams and other stuff. They don't
0: count there. Yeah, it's she's got the single streak going. Single streak, going. Going.
1: yeah. Which is kind of a weird. It's like they made their own streak. It's up. like
0: a niche stat, like they come up with on ESPN or something, right? Yeah, right.
1: So many, you know, so many. Or whatever. what Those ESPN ones are always funny. Like, uh, whenever a team is up by ten with five seconds to go, they're always winning. Like, yeah, duh. You know, it's just stupid stuff like that. Um, anyway, sorry. That was my. That was my little rant for the day. It's the, not even my turn to do pipe bombs. It's this not series, even so. your
2: turn yet. I was, yeah. was going to say, you know, kind of like the the Cleveland Indians are zero and one when being up three and one in the World Series in the last year. Bless you. I did the same nice. with Golden State. Yeah, I don't like Golden State. I, I, the Cubs aren't that bad to me, so hey, it Cub. could be worse. Cubs fan,
0: calm down. Okay, that's why, why I said you? they
2: weren't that bad to me. Well, so is Cubs uh, I took you for a Reds fan. There's a couple of car, uh, Cubs fans uh, that we we hang around, and then there's Sean, which we don't hang around.
0: Uh, so. I'm a, I'm a, I'm not it. Fan of any MLB team, fortunately, so it allows me to watch it without getting emotionally torn up by, say, me watching the Dolphins every single Sunday. The only
1: time I rooted for the Reds was when my favorite player growing up, a King Griffey Jr., was on the team. But other than that, I've always rooted for the Cubs. Well, let's
2: not let the uh, the the train go off the tracks. Let's no, get yeah, back here. Been, Do we have anything else? That uh, any other? I think that was all the news, news stories,
1: like for the for the for the time being. I mean, I think that right now we're just kind of focused on this WrestleMania card and. What's you know what's what's to come from there, and I think we're going to have some interesting shows, probably one more before WrestleMania, and then of course after WrestleMania. But you know, then we'll be throwing in our interviews here soon from our some of our guest spots and guest speakers and. Lord help us, Ricky Chevy's gonna be here one, one,
2: uh, I'll just make sure that I'm not here Whenever he shows
1: no, up No,
0: we need you here We're just gonna abandon the show And let Ricky Chevy just train wreck this thing himself Well, you don't
2: have to do He's probably at home train wrecking him r- right now I, If he takes over the
1: show, though Then it would be We would lose our listeners so we gotta stay on here because we gotta keep our listeners.
2: It will kinda of be like when the NWO took over uh the broadcast position from uh I think it was Bischoff, Bobby and Steve Mongo, McMichael. Uh I think Bishop ended up just just walking off the set, except for the only difference is is that, you know, people listened to us and they wouldn't listen to them. So
1: Yeah, it's true. Or or like when the NWO broke up into like Five different fractions.
0: The NWO black and white, the NWO Wolfpack, the LWO, the BWO, the YWO, the trash W O, whatever. Hey, hey, I did just order me a NWO for life t shirt from WB dot com. I was pretty pumped about
1: that.
2: Um I'll know. never get that five seconds of my life back.
1: You weren't a fan of the NWO?
2: No, I love the NWO. I meant yeah. well, you're, you're more, I meant Justin naming off all the WOs.
1: Oh, you were more of a you were more of a red and black fan though, weren't you? Yeah. Wolfpack? Well
2: duh. Yeah,
1: well, you know, this is what it is.
2: Definitely um, not the BWO. <laughs> the BWO was kind of crazy. Um, Bigger waste of sp- uh, this is on the spot. We did not uh, plan this. Bigger waste of space. Sammy Zayn or Jack Gallagher?
1: Jack Gallagher, Jack Gallagher hands yeah, down. Yeah, Sammy Zayn's got he's 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 good. I like Jack James
2: Gallagher is the blue cheese of wrestling.
1: Those of you that don't know who he is because you don't watch hell, Joe he Bob almost Bob. looks like blue cheese without pale he is. He's he's one of the cruiserweights. So if you don't ever watch the cruiserweights, like which, I don't, which Daniel you know, does not. I don't. I just do
0: not. I don't. I'm not into it. I'm not. Watch, not. watch it for Neville and Akira Tozawa. Right. I don't Neville, watch though. it for Gentleman G- Jack Gallagher.
2: Watch it for Neville. Yeah, watch now, it for now, Akira Tozawa. Now when when Austin Aries. Watch it for Austin Aries. That I will make me watch it. Watch it for Cedric Alexander. Watch it for Rich Swan. They've got well, my daughter me, does like T J Perkins though. Watch, watch it for T J
0: P. Noam Dar and his girlfriend, Alicia
1: Fox. Now he Now, his, his no. match in Louisville at the NXT show, Don't watch it, it for was them. really good. He was very entertaining. So I, that was a good match. And when
0: Kota Ibushi comes up, oh, man. Oh, my.
1: You know, this is another thing. Okay. But, um, It's not my week to do. I'm, no, this is my pipe bomb. I'll have to save this for next week because I have a, I have something I was about to go on a rant with, and I'm not going to do it. I'll save it.
0: I came to the ring There's a price to pay. Tough for you to
1: get down on your knees. Alright, so my this is awesome moment this week is just Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens has made me of course I like him, but he's he's got that natural heat coming coming about him now. That he's changed his he's changed his look. He's coming out in suits. He's being, you know, complete jerk. He was doing this whole comedy thing, and it was it was funny, but he was still a heel with Jericho. But now he's got this like I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a, um, just a ruthless guy. Not ruthless aggression. We're not bringing that back. But I'm ruthless, and I don't care. I'm, I'm, it, I'm, I'm the stuff. And you're gonna, you're gonna like me, or you're gonna hate me. But you better hate me. He's I'm giving you know. some natural heat. We get it. Yeah. And he always has to go there, don't he? That was good, but I just I have to praise him. He's doing. A, he's he's making me not like him, but I do like him. But he's just giving that because uh, I want him. to You don't
2: like him, but you appreciate it. Appreciate his character.
1: You I appreciate his craft. Reluctantly
2: approve of his style. I can't hear you. Your he mic's off. off. I didn't mute you this time. You muted yourself. Yeah, what, what
1: were you saying, J.K. You reluctantly approve of his style.
2: Yes, I do. I do.
1: So that's my list. Is awesome moment. Kevin Owens.
2: Well, my this is awesome moment is the fact when I woke up, I believe it was Wednesday morning, and I found out that the Hardys, Mike Bennett and Maria Kanellis had left Impact Wrestling to find other uh, endeavors. Uh, the fact that they jumped off the sinking ship before it went all the way underwater uh, made me happy inside. Just like all that, there's not one single wrestler left. In t- like a, like we talked about in an earlier episode. Uh, about a year and a half ago, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, Eric Young, uh, the Hardys, Mike Bennett, they were all the, the cream of the crop, and I was like, man, I really wish those guys would come to WWE one day. And now we're sitting here a year and a half later, and everybody that I wanted to s- I don't want to see Moose, I don't want to see Bobby Lashley again ec3 could never come back uh, even though i like his character in the 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 artist formerly known as tna land he can come i mean how many Derek bateman chants would there be he would would he be em3 uh, would he be a secret uh nephew of the mcmahon family i mean maybe that would work but there's nobody else left i don't care about bram uh James Storm because I, I loved him and I I really appreciated the two weeks he put in at NXT before he went back to a company that made fun of him for six weeks for leaving. Uh, there's really not anybody else left. The, the Wolves, uh, they're Ring of Honor guys to me.
1: You know, it's coming to my realization here is that okay. the last couple of weeks you've spent a lot of time hating on and talking about TNA yes, Impact.
2: Absolutely. So,
1: but but hold on hold on. Hold on. But to me. Why would you care to talk about them so much?
2: I love all wrestling. Okay. All right, just, Except for TNA, apparently. I, yeah, no, but, oh No, I love all That's why I watch it when I'm trying to fall asleep on Friday nights. But
1: I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm confused, like, for someone that well, really... that's okay. You, We're all confused spend, at some, some point in time. Lot, you spend a lot of time talking about an organization that you don't like, but
2: yet... No, yeah, I spent yeah, a lot of time talking are- about the wrestlers in an I think, organization I, I, I don't like. That's, I think
1: you're secretly in love with it. That's all I'm saying. I'm just I just my opinion. That's it's a huge
2: you, well in your opinion means as much to me as Ricky Chevy's winning streak, which is non existent. So uh, right, well. there to me the organizations ran poorly and I'm glad that the guys that have jumped off that sinking ship have and as far as I'm concerned it can curl up in a ball, go get in the corner. And have somebody pull the plug on his life support and actually very quickly pass away, so we never have to talk about it again. Wow! Well, that actually sounded like a, a pipe bomb rant, but it it was it's a, not cause, it's yeah, not that sure comes is, later.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go. All right, so for our, my, my this awesome segment, I wanted to focus on somebody that you know wrestling's kind of needed. Uh, I'm I'm going to give my endorsement to Braun Strowman actually. Okay. okay. And here's why. Pro wrestling, you know, most of your main event talents or just wrestlers in general, they're not, you know, the big hulking body builders that they used to be 20 minutes ago. And Braun Strowman is a refreshing, you know, take on the old like big bruising wrestlers that used to occupy that era the diesels the razors the hulks the andres the big john studs the kamalas exactly and when he was you know part of the brand split i was at first kind of apathetic towards him i mean first off he was going to be separated from the Wyatt family which is where he got his start and you know bray white did the talking luke harper did most of the in-ring work as as well as they should because you know bray's a top 10 Mike guy in the company, and Luke Harper's obviously great in the ring. Right. And he and he's another big man that's flourished on his own, but I digress. Braun Strowman has improved tremendously since the brand split, and he's arguably been the biggest winner on Ross since then. I mean, he when he talks on the mic and he doesn't do it a lot, he comes across very convincingly as a very intimidating and as a guy that, you know, that's one guy you never ever want to stand, you know, toe to toe with because he will literally pick you up and break you in half Bane style. And then you watch his match against The Big Show on Raw where he busted out some athleticism that most people never saw with him. I mean, his strength to, you know, Oklahoma slam him, his agility to be able to kip up that that was that's probably some of the most incredible stuff I've ever seen a man of his size be able to pull off, and I think if he keeps this up, he's definitely going to end up winning a world title at some point. It, it's almost inevitable with his trajectory.
2: Well, yeah, if he gets traded to SmackDown, he can win a world title. You don't think he would on Raw? No, because there's not a world title in Raw. a world. world title. Remember, this is a
1: universal title.
2: Don't get me started on that stuff again. Don't get me started on that
0: again. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the point is...
2: This is my mute button.
0: Braun will eventually reach the top of the mountain if he continues his trajectory. And honestly, he probably has a higher upside than most guys on Raw or SmackDown. I would say he does over like a Roman Reigns or probably even a Kevin Owens because if he, you know, becomes this badass on the mic and... He continues to, you know, have this great power style that, let's face it, is very underappreciated in an era where it's all about, you know, flips off the top rope and being able to pull off a Phoenix Splash and, you know, 20 minutes into an exhausting match. That style is sorely missed, and I think, you know, variety is very important in wrestling because if you get the same stuff over and over again, it gets watered down and people get tired of the same old shtick.
1: Got a point there. Got a point. Well, I mean, we all have our This Is Awesome moments this week, and I think we all are justified in them. I mean, boy, yours is still crack me up on the whole TNA
2: thing, Jeremy. Mine's very legitimate, and any if you post that, we'll post that as a Twitter question at some point, and uh, I will prove, you, prove it to you. That the world agrees with me, just oh, like
1: always. Oh, I watch always. TNA so, or whatever it's called now. I mean, I'm going to start watching it again. With the, I
0: mean, where well, I've been watching no, you're not.
1: it again.
2: Well, okay, whatever.
1: You're not.
0: Well, I mean, we, we first got to find out where on earth TNA is being broadcasted to begin with. <laughs> Pop TV. It, it seems like they change channels every two days. They're yeah.
2: on Pop TV, and the only reason I know that is when I... Uh, Thanks for that That just hurt my ear Will you stop uh, <laughs> that, uh, And the only reason I know that Is because when I access my DVR It's got the little logo on the side So yeah watch it if you want to watch uh, Guys try to do If you want to watch uh, The old T- The uh, the foundation formerly known as TNA Merge with Global Force Wrestling And watch a uh, Watered down version of OVW Oh boy Ricky, just just so you all know, Ricky's been. T- he thank God he got laryngitis or bronchitis this week and wasn't able to join us, but uh, he did tell me that his rant this week was he was going to trash the cruiserweight division. So that's probably another reason why uh, God took it upon Himself to take his voice from him this week. So yeah, well you know. Thank you again, big guy. <laughs> all right, so uh, Can I, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Why do we have to watch 17 They're going through the language lineup. We just seen Fastlane in Chinese, Fastlane in Japanese, Fastlane in Russian.
0: Hey, don't don't crap on my guy Funaki like that.
2: I don't give a Funaki who's on the screen. <laughs>
0: What are you talking we, about? Funaki used to be SmackDown's number one announcer. I will not have this t- Kai and tai slander on this podcast. I, I think you will. I
2: think it just happened. And we got Funaki, the Cruiserweight Championship Funaki, match. Funaki.
0: It wasn't even Funaki. That was the best part. It was uh, Takamichi Noku. That's, tr- that, who had that's the, actually true. Who has true. the greatest Royal Rumble elimination of all time. Do not come at me with this John Cena or Paul London slander. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Who was who was the greatest Royal Rumble
2: elimination of all time in your it, opinion?
0: It was when Taka Michinoku got eliminated, and he just you know came belly up and bounced off the mat like a spring. Okay, <laughs> that that's what I was talking about. I don't think Taka actually eliminated anybody. I was going to say I was there
2: in Atlanta. Uh, me and my brother Steve from Cardinal, uh, formerly of Cardinal Sports Zone and my wife, and we we watched Beth Phoenix eliminate the Great Collie, and I wanted to leave my Uh, front row seat and go home immediately.
0: Goodness gracious. Well, now WWE Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix.
2: I was was mortified because she eliminated – I have nothing against Beth Phoenix. I I loved her in OVW. I, I enjoyed her entire career in the WWE. It was more so the fact that that big guy, Great Collie, couldn't catch a break. He just, they, they crapped off. They They gave him the title at first. I was kind of happy with that because it, we needed a change there for a little bit, but then they just gave him the doink the clown role, and uh, yeah, he he was not over from that point forward. You know, it, uh, this is
1: something, a um, little tidbit here that I found out. The Cruiserweights, you know how they bring them out on Raw or during pay-per-views like Fastlane and they the ropes are all purple and and they were red before? Mm-hmm. They actually use purple duct tape, by the way.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you knew that already. Everybody that's got half of a brain already knew that. You and ju- Didn't know it, that. I did know that. They thinking? wrap the ropes. That's why the commercial breaks so long, and then they go over there to the announce table and talk with them for a little while. while.
1: Well, I mean, but you can cha- you can change the ropes just as quick as you can. I don't know. I I don't know. Mute your mic.
2: I did. No, I'm muting you.
0: <laughs> I'm done. I need
1: to is put it the it controls I on. I my
2: no.
0: "Is it time for us to go we, get shakes now?" Wait, a minute. no, we're this not is, going to get shakes. This is your house. Oh yeah, that's this right. This is your
1: studio. Okay. But I want to. I want to put the mixer by me now. You don't need to be in control of the muting. We are
2: coming to you live from the Woman compound, from the
0: right wa- here in Area 55.
2: All right, here's Mike Buttes right here. That <laughs> was a good pun, though. It,
0: it was. It was. It was a good
1: pun. I mean, you, you threw a nice one in there when you said, I don't give a funaki." That was really good Right. Yeah. We're coming to you live from the
2: Wompound. Wompound. <laughs> hey. I'll be here all night. Really, it's my house. I'll be here the entire time. By the time. way, we
1: haven't done this yet on the show, so we want to we give a shout out to everyone that follows us and uh, on our social media pages. So be sure to check us out on Instagram and at Ringside Podcast, Twitter at Ringside Podcast, and Facebook at Ringside Podcast or facebook.com slash Ringside Or
2: you can follow us individually at Jeremy underscore CSE on all social media. At Kruger Mania on uh, Twitter and on uh, Instagram, but it, add an eight to the end of it. Okay, and then on uh, on Tinder, what what's your name? <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. And then over here we got Daniel Spencer, which is Daniel Spencer. Add Daniel Spencer everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, Cougar uh, mania is about to jump across the table and kick me in the kneecap. Man, you swerved me with the uh,
1: tw- Tinder promotion over here. <laughs> we're gonna need. A, we're gonna need to get a uh, ringside podcast Snapchat too
2: now, aren't we? Oh my god. Go <laughs> well, if you're in control of it, it'll be a whole bunch of. Pictures of the uh, uh, videos where, where, of you with where, crowns and lipstick on.
0: We're about to have some ring rats slide into the DMs over with Daniel over here.
2: I mean, I'm okay with that as long as we can help uh, propel you two to, to bigger bigger and better things. So, <laughs>
1: those two bachelors over, over here. Okay, um, so um, give them
2: your Plenty of Fish <laughs> username as well
0: uh, Val, Val Venus. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. Stop it. Hello, ladies. Please stop now. No, I, no, it's really uh, VisceraVal 44. <laughs> okay. He's number three. Did yeah, we decide? Think, yeah, he's number three. Are you? Are you yeah. number
2: three? He's gone. He's done. We just deleted Justin. Delete, delete, delete. 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 All right, he's back for a second until I decide to mute him again. All right, so
1: uh, we're going to end the show like we do every week. Oh, it's only been the second week, but you know, here from from uh how you're going to get used to it. It's time for the pipe bomb, so here we go.
2: You want this? Come on. Lay the pipe bomb on me, big guy. Come on. Go ahead.
0: I want to talk about the issue with part-timers and the WWE, which I feel like it gets brought up at every single major pay-per-view and every time I feel like I'm beating a dead drum when I say it, but WWE just needs to stop relying on part-timers. If you look at the last five or six pay-per-views that WWE has had, they have had a part-timer in some capacity main event, the show 28 and 29 were John Cena versus The rock WrestleMania 30 had Batista and had it not been for you know, a ravenous fan movement trying to get Daniel Bryan the world championship that he deserved. Batista would have walked away the world champion, much to the ire of the fans. WrestleMania 31, Brock Lesnar. WrestleMania 32, Triple H. WrestleMania 33, let's face it, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg. Two part-timers going to be wrestling each other. And the issue I have with part-timers, you know, main eventing your biggest shows is that it undermines the people like a Kevin Owens like a Samoa Joe like even a Roman Reigns who we we all have polarizing opinions about but let's face it he's there every single day he's busting his ass off you know on the house shows and what are Goldberg and Brock Lesnar doing they're collecting millions of dollars just for three or four matches if if you want your superstars to be as big as they can be, don't bring in guys, you know, on short deals to just to get, you know, the short term big buck value of your big shows. You know, actually take the time to invest your characters, develop them, and eventually some will, you know, get the notoriety that they deserve. I mean, Reigns is a polarizing figure. Dean Ambrose is super popular at the house shows. AJ Styles is a popular wrestler. I mean, Kevin Owens can be if you continue to book him the same way that he has been as the universal champion. That's just my rant. I I, I don't want guys that, you know, come into the office 10 days out of the year and getting paid more money and being given a bigger spotlight than the guys who are actually in the office, you know, crunching the numbers and moving the merch. That's all I got.
1: Okay. I, and and I get that when it comes to part-timers, I get it. But at the same time, they do draw money. Like when you bring in The Rock to do a show to do a do a, a spot or or a spot wrestle or whatever. It's The Rock, he's the most – he's the- I mean, you know, but uh but I get, you know, Brock Lesnar, you know, going paying as much as he's doing and doing these certain shows and all that. I get it, but when he shows up though, it means that people want to have that want, want be in that ticket that makes that that that, that moment uh, more
0: valuable i, I get that yeah. and the, it, the the rock is maybe the exception because like you said he's the biggest movie star in the world he's going to mm-hmm. be in the new fast and the furious movie he's probably going got a couple projects that i can't think of off the top of my head but can anyone honestly say that his segment with the Wyatt family at wrestlemania 32 was you know Warf it because no, it would, he because that, he would, because he undermined one of the biggest stables in wrestling right now the entire Wyatt right, family I, I get that and I, I didn't like that I didn't like that it was the Wyatt family I think it should have been safe used for somebody
1: else I do agree there but I, but I his segment his wrestling thing was great now his little fire flaming the Rock symbol that was stupid
2: yeah and, I it,
1: agree and I think that Austin should have had a bigger moment than Austin did Austin should have been by himself his own moment not with Sean and, and Mick. Sean and Mick should have came out together and let Austin be by himself and The Rock by himself because Austin and Dallas, Texas, was just as big as anybody in that area.
0: So, um, you know, but it is what it is. I I guess what I'm trying to say is that there's a time and place for part-timers in the business. I'll give one example. When they opened WrestleMania 30 with uh, Hogan, Austin, and The Rock, three of the biggest stars that professional wrestling has ever produced, Period. Right. That's fine because, you know, it gets the crowd excited. It's not, you know, wasting anyone's time because, again, it's the three biggest stars. They're not doing a match. They're just trying to liven up the crowd and get them excited for the curtain jerker of the show. Mm -hmm. But what I'm trying to – I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, don't use part-timers to undermine talents that really need to either be elevated or – just give the company you know, some equity with its full-time performers, like you said, with uh, Austin. Like what happened in 2014. The reason why CM Punk
1: walked out is because Daniel Bryan should have been the one, and they were giving it to Batista, who was just literally coming in for three months, and that was it. And so it didn't make sense to have him win the Royal Rumble, have him go to the championship. It happened match. to CM Punk,
0: too, because right. well, the, the rock, year before, yeah. yeah, he had to lose a year-and-a-half-long reign to a guy that had only wrestled two matches in the last, like, 15 months prior to that. Right,
1: and he and CM Punk has said it before. He he loves he loves Dwayne. They're very good friends. It wasn't about him. It was just the fact that I had to lose to you when, you know, this could have lasted. I should, this should have been going on the WrestleMania. He, I think he would have been okay to main eventing WrestleMania against Taker and losing the title against Taker instead of losing to The Rock just to have that feud with Cena. I get it. I mean, I totally understand that. But at the same time, business is sometimes business, and it's not fair. So I see it on both sides of it. But I do – I mean, I, I'm i not a fan of part-timers per se, but yeah. some of it to me makes sense. It does make sense from a business perspective. So I understand – like Kurt Angle to me would make sense being a part-timer from a business perspective. Plus, he physically can't do – he can't be a full timer, but he's paid his dues too.
0: I often say that the best part timers were the ones that help put guys over. Guys like Chris Jericho when he came back for WrestleMania twenty eight and twenty nine. He Chris Jericho put over uh, CM Punk. Uh, but the difference of, between Chris Jericho as a part timer is he comes back for four months and then leaves.
1: He don't just come back in two matches and then goes away and shows up at TV here and there. He
0: like actually. But, but you could say the same with Brock Lesnar. He up until the last couple of years, he only showed up for the big shows like SummerSlam, right, Royal Rumble, and WrestleMania. Right. And RVD, you know, helped put guys over in the mid-card, guys like a Wade Barrett or an Alberto Del Rio, just guys like that. What was that? What was that? Did he just turn, like, different ethnicity in the like middle? Like, immediately. Of, and I think you mean Alberto El Patron. Uh, Jeremy, Alberto Espanol pun un porco fluently.
2: Hey, have I have I showed you this X-ray of my hip? Will you stop? <laughs> I'm just saying
1: well, I mean you so what's your opinion of this since we're going finish off the show on this topic?
2: you have any you agree disagree well it it kind of makes me a little sick to my stomach because I agree with both of you all and that, that doesn't happen very often um it's 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 a shame to me that they can uh, why why don't they bring these guys back at make it make a second i mean they always Taunt SummerSlam is the biggest party of the summer. Turn that into a second WrestleMania type. I mean, they've tried for years to do that, but bring all the big guys back there. Have the main event matches like that there. I don't think any of us here at the table would mind if Goldberg and Lesnar were wrestling for the Mattel Championship at SummerSlam. Um, See the problem is, whereas I mean, you're, I'm setting my ways. You're not going to convince me any otherwise. That's a toy belt, and I'll, I'm going to buy it as soon as I get back from vacation. the,
0: the, the problem is with uh, the way the business is right now, with two guys as well built and as. Esteemed in uh, lore and wrestling, like Goldberg and Brock Lesnar, are they don't necessarily need the title to elevate the their title. own feud. They don't. No, need the no, title. no. But and that's not my point. my because- point.
2: Is those guys need to be focused on. At SummerSlam, let these guys that have been busting right, their but, rear end the entire year be focused on it at WrestleMania. But two part-timers, don't, that's where I agree.
1: really agree with J.K. on this and not calling J.K. today because he t- said to. So that's where I believe mostly on, on him on this because two part-timers should not be going for the title at WrestleMania. No, no. It should not happen because it doesn't make sense to the future, even after WrestleMania.
2: It doesn't make sense. What's the focal point of this year's WrestleMania? Part-timer versus part-timer then you've got part-timer The Undertaker wrestling some jobber. Yeah, but Undertaker's different. He's right, always, right, but but, but he's it's still, I mean, we're putting this into perspective. Then you've got part-timer Shane McMahon wrestling. AJ doesn't get a, a grandeur match Magic Mania because he's got to wrestle the commissioner of SmackDown. Uh, then you've got Seth Rollins wrestling part-timer. I mean, I get it for some of the... Matches where it's a full-timer versus a part-timer, and there's a story yeah, behind it, I'm tra- fine with to that. To me, Triple H is not a part-timer. Well, to me, Justin Kruger's not a podcast co-host. Well, but he is. And so, Triple H is a part-timer. But he's there every single day. That was day. not any offense to you, and if you took it as offense, well, then you're as intelligent as Ricky Chevy is. So
0: Look, he... I'm just going to delete your account. That's fine. Delete, uh, I can show delete, you. I, delete. I showed
2: Daniel er, er, earlier how to block accounts on Twitter. Uh, yeah, when I and blocked by the, him.
0: By the way, you unblocked me already,
1: right? Yeah. Okay.
2: Thanks. Twice uh, at that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so no, it, it's. It <laughs> but Triple H is there every single day, busting his tail, or working. I mean, he's not. To me, he's not a part time. I get. I get what you're saying, though. He only wrestles once or twice a year. But he's still not a part-timer. He's still doing the work. He's still there. He's living
0: and breathing the business. He's not What's the definition of thing.
2: part-time? When you don't work all the time? He's I, working all the time.
0: I, In the I, ring? I think it's different with Triple H because he, he's, he's, he's not just, you know, on screen, you know, cutting promos like he does for uh, 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, he's also, you know, a big, big part of the backstage. We talked well, about Paul well, Michael Levesque.
1: He is busting. It. He is running that company. He's working just as hard as as as.
0: He will Vin- tell you. Do Vinnie I Mack. need to call? Let me let me give I, him a call. I w- put it this way. He's, Hold he's on. busy right now. He's got a show. He's doing. Put it this way: with uh, Brock Lesnar being part time as he is, only showing up for the marquee shows. Okay, he's working
2: right now, so he's not available. I'll give him a call back later.
0: The, the, the way I see it is, you know, Brock Lesnar's a part-timer going to all the big shows, but I wouldn't have as much problem with it if, say, like Paul Heyman was still around touting Brock Lesnar, you know, if Brock Lesnar was even so much as at half the shows, like out of the year total, and then Brock Lesnar only wrestles like four matches because someone's trying to, you know, goad him into a fight.
2: My point is, is that these guys are taking; these guys have ruined the part time. the The idea of part time has ruined guys' careers, such as Dolph Ziggler. Uh, They have lessened the careers of guys like Kevin. Now Kevin's new to the WWE. AJ's new to the WWE. But Shawn Michaels didn't have uh, didn't have these obstacles because there weren't any guys to come back because it was. You know, it was a f- they all went to WCW to uh, where the big but, boys went but, to but but, die. That, but they were considered part time there. Where at w- well, WCW was part time all the time, right? Because they half ended everything. They
1: didn't work anything. They didn't work. They didn't. They only worked shows. They didn't even work Nitro. They, they, they right. just showed up and said, "Hey."
2: Well, I even mean? with Nitro, most of the time they recorded eight of those in the night. Or no, that was never mind. Regardless, it was always a uh, part-time, part-time effort, part-time thing there. But they didn't. What I'm, my point is, is guys like Triple H, Rock, Shawn Michaels, Steve Austin didn't have to worry about part-timers coming back because they all went to WCW when they retired. When they weren't getting what they felt like they deserved in WWE. Now, now it, the, the wrestlers today face a, guys like Zack Ryder and Dolph Ziggler. Um, they've just not got what what I feel like they deserve because
0: these guys just keep coming back and stuff. So And I feel like this goes back to one of the overriding comments that I've heard about the state of the locker room in the WWE is that uh, the locker rooms, you know, kind of feels like you're walking on broken glass a little bit and that, you know, You have to answer to, like, your agents. You have to answer to, you know, investors, advertisers, McMahon himself. And if you say, like, so much as, you know, one word in the wrong context, then your push is gone. Like, guys, like, in the golden era, like, the 80s and the 90s, they didn't have to worry about that. They just let loose with whatever was on their (sighs) minds. It's not the golden era. Like, could you... But, but I mean like the 80s with like Hogan and Savage and DiBiase and Andre. I guarantee you if today's environment was back in the 80s and say like Bruno San Martino came back to wrestling and he took Hogan's championship after his four-year reign, Hogan would never have been the star that he probably would have been in the Are company. Are you raising your hand? When my next? hand
2: goes up, your mouth goes shut. This is my point. The New Day is riding around the ring with an ice cream truck. A cart, ice cream cart. Yeah, but
1: one of them, when CM Plus said he wanted ice cream, it was different, though. How come he can say it and they can't?
2: Oh, they, they can't, but we never seen the ice cream bars from CM.
0: And those were some of the most delicious ice cream bars growing up that I ever had in my entire life. It's still it's still not as good as uh, Dean Ambrose riding that hot dog cart down the ramp once.
2: Dean Ambrose is, is a used car salesman.
0: Man, I, I will never understand your all's tripe
1: for Dean Ambrose. You know what's funny? We said we're going to end the show like twenty minutes ago. and We just kept going. Just kept
2: going. Well, yeah, I
1: mean that's that's it's fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine. Well, with you know
2: it. what? We what would make for a perfect episode three or a segment of a perfect episode three? We could talk about guys that you like that we don't like, or guys that we like that you don't like.
0: Well, let's book it.
2: Well, you mean
1: okay? So you mean so we'll we'll pick? Up, how about this? We'll all pick a wrestler from the past and the future. That we that we like and dislike. Got it.
2: Okay, I've already got it. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you, but I've already got it. A guy
1: that was our favorite from the past, favorite today, and the and and the word you know we hate it. We couldn't stand whether they were over or not. We didn't like them. Agreed. I like it. Let's book it. All right, it's booked. That's episode three. So stay tuned next week for that. Uh, Once again, guys, check us out on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Ringside Podcasts. Um, we already told you our individuals just go to the pages are on there
2: too. Absolutely, you can. Uh, you can even though we're not a live podcast at any point. You have any questions? Have any topics you want us to discuss? Send it to us at Ringside Podcast, and uh, yeah. if Daniel feels like blessing you, he'll bring it up on the next show.
1: Absolutely, and also it, uh, we have a contact email, uh, RingsidePodcast at gmail dot com. You can send us that. Send us a message or whatever there. If you have something you want to make it a little more privately, you can do it that way too as well. <laughs>
2: Um, Is that and, like the uh, Tinder stuff y'all were talking about oh, earlier? No, no,
1: no. I'm not talking about that.
0: By the way, uh, Tinder, at Viscera vow, baby. Uh, right. And but uh, no, But you, no, you can follow us individually on Twitter as well. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the podcast, you can do it at at jeremy underscore cse at daniel spencer and at yours truly kruger mania the man jk baby and don't forget to da- you know listen
1: to the show on itunes really like him. like us on there or give us a five-star review and uh say a little something you know nice about us or or not nice just give us a five-star review or if it's you and and feel if you like it a, send
2: us a case of gatorade to this it, address and if yeah. you
0: give us a minus five stars review we'll trash your ring trash your house and we'll burn it down just like randy Orton did <laughs> Luke <laughs> dropped the mic. Look at that. He just and, broke my microphone. <laughs> and uh, and another
1: thing, too, is we're also on po- Podcast attic for those of you who have Android devices. And uh, if you just don't feel like you what, listen to us from a uh, device and you want to just go straight on the Internet, just ringsidepodcast.com. All right? Thanks for listening to the show, guys, and we will see you next week.
2: How do I turn this thing off? <laughs>
1: I'm a strength. Ain't nobody man enough to feel the pain. And you could be next. You better give respect. Cause ain't nobody breaking this redneck